Hey folks, this is Hampton here. I know that Dave and I tend to joke a lot about suicide and uh, make a lot of lighthearted jokes, but honestly, if you're having any sort of trouble, we would recommend that you call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and they do amazing work. They they really um, will talk with you. And so we, we just hope that, you know, you have fun here at the pod, but if you're ever having truly deep suicidal thoughts, that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. We love you. We want you to take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Suicide Buddies on Feral Audio. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, guys. I'm Hampton Yunt. And I'm Dave Ross. Uh, and guess what, Dave? <laughs> what? It is 9-11 Christmas 420. Do you have no idea how many... Hampton has been calling me <laughs> so excited about this. Uh, he brings it up a lot. Oh, it's no- 9-11 Christmas 420. I feel like that we should have Carol. Dude, let's do it. We should start. Did you write that? Away in the towers, no room for my weed. <laughs> there is a plane. I see a plane. <laughs> I want to start. What is it doing? <laughs> oh my God, the building is on fire. <laughs> we three Republicans of Orient are planning 9-11 oh, behind oh, closed shit. doors. Is, Whoa! Is that what this episode's yeah, going to be like? Dude. I wanted um, to actually blow your dude. mind and be like, Dave, so I don't know if you remember, uh, September 11th, 2001, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, George Bush perpetrated the greatest hoax uh-huh. America has ever seen. And the name of that episode would be Dave Quits. Um, you know, I uh, here's an interesting fact about September 11th, 2001. That was the day I that lost my virginity. I lost my virginity to a building... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was when I put a whole building in my ass. <laughs> I put two buildings up my ass. That's um, what the real conspiracy is. Yeah. Where's building seven? I up my it ass. Is. It's been there for years. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been um, in my ass. <laughs> um, no, on September 11th, 2001, uh, the fourth album from the band P.O.D. was released uh, <laughs> that's why I'm always like never forget never forget dude. never forget it was totally overshow- uh, overshadowed by that tragedy um, <laughs> that uh, oh, that huge American victory was drowned in tragedy you know what it funny? was the album Youth of a Nation was on man oh, how ironic is that oh yeah. wow that was their big album basically yeah. oh, that's we are lame. we are you know what's crazy is I used to do a bit about how how um, good uh, POD is. <laughs> yeah. Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit did, I think this is the Roland music video. You know, it was like rolling, rolling, mm-hmm. rolling. Uh, <laughs> they re- 
uh, most of the footage there is there on top of the Twin Towers, just being like, roll it, roll it, roll it. No way. Yeah. And it was one of the first, <laughs> uh, sorry, one of the last uh, pieces of footage of the Twin Towers that was like no. commercially shot and shit. And it came out <laughs> before 9-11. And my bit was always like, Osama Bin Laden, do you think Fred Durst lives inside the Twin Towers? Like, you're like, that's his house. <laughs> So we're the idea kill that <laughs> Al Qaeda just fucking hates Link yeah, exactly. yeah. That was the whole bit. Uh, <laughs> that's like, great. It's a pretty lame bit. <laughs> man. Yeah. I honestly, and I know. Um, also, man, if that that they were shooting the video on that day, <laughs> how crazy would that be? <laughs> yeah. Can we push the production to be on that day? Yeah. I, I, you know, I want to say early on, like, I know that it's such a broad topic that, like, a lot of lives and families have been touched by it. And, yeah. of course, we're going to make a million jokes. It's a dark But show. I will say, like, that has been my attitude. Like, I, every, when it happened, yeah. like, I was in school. Yeah. And I remember seeing the second plane going into the building, and I w- literally made a joke in that moment. Yeah. And, like, people laughed. Like, I just couldn't even process Dude. what was happening. It's such a large event that it's like, of course you're going to... Yeah. I have a bunch of friends who uh, make 9-11 jokes, and I make a lot of 9-11 jokes, and it's absolutely, like, it's not, you know... I made, okay, so my sketch group and I, we used to like host this show at a cemetery in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And we did, they asked us to do a new bit opening the show every month. And uh, so for Halloween one year, we did a slideshow of costume ideas. And the end of the bit was couples costume ideas. And then it was like, one was stupid, one was stupid. And the last one, we just said twins. And it was just a photo. And we're talking like a fucking 40-foot screen, uh, maybe even bigger. And it was just a photo of the burning towers. And no one laughed. <laughs> yeah, no one. Oh, that's so good. And when we walked off stage, this, I laughed. Like, I don't know. This like Italian American dude, like jumped. <laughs> dude, I'm not. I'm a. I'm he, a fucking firefighter. Yeah, he, I'm a cop firefighter. I. Yeah. I'm a cop of fires. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> all firefighters are from Boston. I realized they, dude, they he all jumped out of his seat. We're very lucky. And he goes. He goes. Don't do that fucking night. 11 shit just oh, yelled that sorry <laughs> whoops well wait you know it's like what are you gonna retroactively not do it <laughs> what a dumb point well it's a dumb point but also like i we walked to the back and jake jake and i were freaked out uh and jake was like damn that guy was so pissed and i literally said like well man you know we made a 9-11 joke and we know where we're coming from which is that we don't we are not shaming people who died, but if you had someone die in that event and someone made a 9-11 joke, you're going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. And so we just kind of got to own that we did that. No, it's true. Uh, and, and oddly, like some of the shit that I'll go to to like cry, like when I want to cry, will be like stories of people's like loved ones who died, you know, like during that day. Like yeah. I'll go look up those stories. There's this animated series on YouTube that was like incredible where they showcase people's personal stories. And it's like, so it's like I, I you know, can appreciate uh, the the tragedy of it. Well, you know? it's like we said in the first episode, man. It's hard to explain when you're someone who thinks stuff like this is funny. But like, and I've tried to explain it 
so many times to people, but it's like, to me, death is the funniest thing. <laughs> but the saddest thing to me is someone dying. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, death sense. as a concept is funny to me. Someone dying is not funny. Yeah. But 9-11 is like the exemplification of like life ends in this way where it's like what happened yeah, I, like <laughs> I, I don't know how else to put it it's like we all saw one thing on tv where like two thousand people died yeah we all watched it like there it's well, well here's the other thing the cultural memory now you and know it changed I mean? the entire trajectory of our country's history is the other thing yeah it got everything, way cooler yeah everything got after better 9-11 everything got way better obviously <laughs> for us and every other country <laughs> <laughs> we started treating everyone with Aww. respect. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, everyone started just going out in the streets and you know greeting each other and being very I pleasant. think the best thing that happened after 9/11 was that our government stopped lying to us. <laughs> uh, well, that I think that's the other reason it's funny to me is it's like it's more it's more even than this awful event where 3,000 people tragically died. Up to 6 million people died. It was like that happened and then all also, we've been living in that pain for ever since. We literally have. <laughs> no, I know. We, we I started laugh. wars because yeah, of it. It's really, it's really, literally like the, the fucking most, Patriot Act. It's dude. the biggest goof up, <laughs> certainly of our country. We, our immediately, lifetime. the government started spying on its own citizens regularly. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, openly, what? dude. No, wait. It's like it's so many little things <laughs> that destroyed. We've. What I'm saying is, we've been sad. They took away and, Jason Bourne's life. So the reason it's funny to me <laughs> they made is that, that dude fight for years. The reason it's funny to me is that it's like this event that somehow one thing I'm happened. I'm gonna smoke pot while a, you're talking in about a this. moment. God damn! I've been trying to say the same thing for thirty fucking minutes. God damn it, Hampton! Uh, it's just this one event. No, I'm listening. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is horrifying. Nine eleven Christmas four twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're going to get further into that. Is is the thing? I I kind of wanted to just almost say like, you know, what's worse than people making fun of nine eleven mm-hmm. is people saying fucking like insane shit about nine eleven. Like I was really thinking about how Mark Wahlberg. Like, literally said on TV, he was like, if I had been on one of those planes... I know. Wouldn't have gone down like that. It's like... That's what I'm saying, you know, I say, you know, we, the Wahlbergs, we do things a little bit differently. <laughs> it's like, that is dude. like, that is like almost actionable. Like, man, dude, that guy very should be fucking hung in public. Very interesting quote from a man who makes hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Fuck you. You make hamburgers. I make hamburgers and protein supplements. <laughs> I'm a firefighter. I'm a sniper. Do, I'm America's sniper. This. Man, that was that was the best. Man. Oh my when god. When people say shit like that, that that blows me away. It's just like, man, these 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 colors do not run. <laughs> Dude. Like that's the best part about all the nine eleven thing is the fucking posturing by people who never seen a fucking lick no. of action in their fucking life. Just in general, that's happening so much now. Well, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, like we literally live in a time right now where people are like, like who play Call of Duty all the fucking time <laughs> are like camoing up and carrying AR. F- what is it? Fifteens? AR fifteens? <laughs> I just forgot. 
I just totally forgot. Sure. Yeah. AR-15s and walking down the street and being like Sea Kyle. And you're like, what? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I try not to be, you know, a guy who will always, because I feel like people say who are born after 9-11 are too young to really kind of contextualize how different the world is. Like, I really don't want to bemoan it too much because it's almost like you can't go back, you know? And it's like, as shitty as the world is, it's that's the reality. It's like the reality no, but, is... But that's why it's funny. Yeah. Truly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It is funny to it, us. Yeah. But to them, I think it's almost like a mystery. Like when people are like, man, you used to be able to like, I watched uh, fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones packs his suitcase and like throws a revolver into his suitcase. And he's like, guess we're going to go kill some Nazis. Like, yeah. Let's go to the airport. And like, you know, that, that seems funny now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's like, like huh? <laughs> like, what uh, the fuck? You could just pack a revolver. I really, I'm trying to, dude. I, actually, want to hear something crazy? When I was a kid, I uh, before, way before 9/11, I brought a fucking toy gun in my uh, luggage, mm-hmm. and fucking dudes came out with machine guns. Oh sure, to my family, and they killed my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but, but I'm Batman. Amazed at uh, that level of hostility, you know, like. You can't immediately be like, yeah, a kid's bag, a cap cap gun. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to pinpoint exactly what's funny to me about 9-11. Mm. It's like, because we're, and here's why, because we're going to make fun of it a lot. <laughs> I want to, I, I yeah. because there, there's something about, uh, like, yeah, it changed everything, but also like, with the way America, like you were saying, like, having not lived in America in the America before, like it was fucked up then too. But do you remember like, not, like Monica Lewinsky, dude, exactly. <laughs> we, the worst person in America. It was Monica so Lewinsky. literally so different that Bill Clinton got a blowjob and lied about it. And a special prosecutor was hired to impeach him. Yeah. OJ Simpson. I read the story. Yeah. OJ Simpson. Exactly. Uh, who, by I'm, the way, did not do that. I'm a, uh, I'm a nine. Baby. But now we have a president who's like uh, Nazis or whatever. He's like, uh, the funny thing about Trump is like, he's already the worst. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, Immediately. Before anything's even come out. Dude, also, you know what we don't talk about? The worst, Day like two of his presidency, he just like, f- he just like made a mistake on this military operation and like three Navy SEALs died. Yeah. It was immediate. Yeah. It was like, and I remember pe- people being like, Hillary Clinton's a murderer. And I was like, let's see how fucking long it takes for this asshole to be a murderer two it, days, two days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> well, Jesus zero Christ. days without an incident uh, exactly to click off the little calendar <clears throat> dude man no honestly the thing when I think about 9-11 is um, I don't want to say like what's funny to me about it it's more like life is funny to me and yes, it's, like, totally. it's like the thing that's interesting about it or compelling is like how public this thing was like they literally stopped my fucking math class yeah. to be like oh my god a thousand more people are about to die like it was like you know what i mean like oh, that dude. that is just truly insane i forgot to tell you i <laughs> so i the way that i found out that it was happening is so ridiculous cuz i mark Wahlberg mark Wahlberg me. and i were on a plane <laughs> he said and, i could have saved your life like you just listen to me dave, dave. I, uh, when we worked together, you know, on the big hit, 
<laughs> four brothers were four brothers, yeah. but some of the brothers yeah, my, are black. How's that brother. possible? Well, he's, he's America's greatest actor. Absolutely. And push-up enthusiast. And rapper. <laughs> and cook. He's such a great burger chef. Dude, when I saw the first ad for Wahlberg Burgers I ever saw, I was like, I was like, this is the closest to suicide I've ever been. Uh, uh, Dude. Wahlburgers. Go fuck yourself. I lived in like a... Apartment complex downtown that had a bunch of different buildings. And oh, here's a weird irony. It was right across the street from the LA World Trade Center. Um, what? And I literally, dude, when I saw it, I was with my roommate and we were like, but we're near the World Trade Center here. Are we next? And it's like, obvious. The World Trade Center here is like a fucking Starbucks and an Arby's. It's nothing. Uh, um, but the way I found out about it, I was in my apartment and my friend Stacy called me and she was like, Dave, um, you're from New York, right? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, turn on your TV. Holy shit. As if if I were not from New York, I would not be interested. It's <laughs> <Not be> <laughs> <laughs> uh, about Utah, no? I don't give a fuck. Oh, you know uh, me. Utah proud. That's fucking hysterical. I like that I was from Utah, but I had a New York accent. In I that. didn't really know where to go with that, but I just nah, that's what you I sound like when you're from Utah. <laughs> I'm from I Utah. I want the fucking potato on my pizza. Me and my fellow Utes. Here in Utah, <laughs> Boise, Boise. Um, That's not in Utah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Jesus more Christ. like Salt Lake shitty. But I will say, hey, like, let me see your Salt Lake titties. Like, <laughs> I'm from Utah. I'm from Utah. <laughs> I weigh queens. Man, I gotta tell you, one time I went to LaGuardia and fucking this woman who helped me the most, like, it was like out of a movie. She was like, hey, where are you trying to go? What's going on? And it's I was so like, like that. Whoa, like, I cannot believe someone literally sounds like this. Will Weldon has this joke about how, like, in America, we are... Um, we are like positive while being mean to you. And it's the story about like how this, uh, this like subway conductor helped him. And so, but it's funny. The subway conductor is like, like, where the fuck you going? And he was like, oh, I'm trying to go here. He's like, he's like, this is the right one. And, or whatever. I'm butchering Will's joke. But I've always meant to tell Will, like, like, sure, that's somewhat America, but it's really, it's New York. You're t- and I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've been in New York and someone's, that happened to me on the subway too. I Absolutely. was trying to get on the path to go to Hoboken and the security guard, I was like putting the thing, my money in the machine and he was like, what are you fucking doing? And I was like, I'm trying to buy a path. Like immediately, yeah, so immediately. fucking hostile. I was like, trying, trying to buy a path ticket. He's like, that's not what you do. You push this. Hold on. And uh, he like gets in front of me and he pushes the thing. He's like, all right, put $2 in. <laughs> and I put $2 in. He's like, uh, all right, take the ticket. And I was like, and he's like, all right, you got the ticket. Now you get on the train. And I was like, all right, thank you, man. And he's like, and then literally, after I said thank you, he literally goes, anytime. <laughs> like, literally, do you think there were like firefighters rescuing people in 9 11? And they're like, all right, you're going to want to get on my back. We're going downstairs. All right, get a bagel if you can. But other than that, you get on my fucking back and quit Jimmy, making a lot of noise. Jimmy, this, all right, we all got a person in here. All right, Jimmy, you don't have a person? Grab the bagels. <laughs> I watched, um, to prep for this, I watched United 93. No way. Yeah. You should have told me we would have watched it together. <laughs> You should have told me. It's a miss. 
Oh, for really? sure. It's so fucking bad. Wait, hold I on. I actually really like uh, World Trade Center where Nicolas Cage is just trapped under rubble for an entire movie. That's a pretty good 9-11 movie. But uh, United 93 can suck my fucking dick. Because it's mostly people murmuring. What do you mean? Well, basically the movie is like... Whoa, whoa, what the... Hey, whoa, what's happening? Where'd that plane go? Oh, shit. And then it's like, they'll cut to in the plane, and then people are like, what, what's happening? What's, what's, what's going on? Dude, United 93 has 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, who's going to give it... <laughs> who's going to be like, United 93, oh, 1%. Well, I didn't believe <laughs> Is it drama. a documentary? No, it's, it's just like a movie inappropriately made a little bit too soon after 9-11. It was like 2006 oh, or Oh, Paul shit. Greengrass. Yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... So I, I Didn't watched, he also make the Bourne movies, that guy? I wouldn't be surprised. It was exactly the same tone. I love that the tomato meter, 90%, but then audience score, 83%. <laughs> 17% of the audience was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. The movie is worst what happens? Movie, worst What if they were just like rating Dude. it because of 9-11? They're like, worst thing to happen. Worst 9-11 ever. Worst 9-11 I've ever seen. Uh, I forget where I was going with it, but I watched uh, United 93 to prep up. And you hated it? Yeah. Wow. Well, you're part of the 17%. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I guess like it it seemed like on that day, like everyone was just really confused. Yeah. That was the, no one knew what the fuck was happening. So that's not really a compelling movie where everyone's like, what? Oh, I see. Did they just, oh. Fuck! <laughs> like that's most Man. of the movies. Like, hey, wait, I was gonna. No, damn! Like, yeah, I would imagine that the movie is like it follows a handful of characters that are all like uh, doing their daily routine. Mm-hmm. Like one, they like getting their kids ready for school. Another person is like waiting in line for coffee. <laughs> Another is like a businessman and he's in a rush. <laughs> yeah. uh, one is it, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, and one is Mark Wahlberg <laughs> for his day doing push-ups. And then the plane hits and they all fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nine, United 93 porn parody. United 90 penis. United 69, dude. Yeah, the United 69. United 69. 69 to 93. The plane hitting the building. That'd be pretty cool. You know, if I was on that plane, I would have fucked those hijackers. <laughs> down like that. So I'm I saying I would have put my like dick that. in almost every one of those hijackers. I would have taken a box cutter. I would have blown them. <laughs> well, that, I guess United 93 was the one... Where um, people did take it down, which is kind of interesting, right? Oh, like, that's right. the one where it went down that in is Pennsylvania. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's, I mean, horrific. It's awful that it happened, but I mean, it's like pretty, co- like I don't know. You don't want to be like, well, heroes, right? I guess, right? Yeah, they're <laughs> for sure heroes. <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing. Like, yeah. And that's the reason that people get upset about 9-11 jokes, right? Because there are, first of all, there's all the people that died, but there are like, there were like a legitimately so many people that like showed themselves as exemplary human beings. Like yeah. you can't, you know, the firefighters in New York that day, what the fuck? I mean, you can't, it was amazing. Well, you know what's, yeah, exactly. It's like we all acknowledge that they're amazing, but it's also like in that same breath where like getting fucking infuriated when you read stories where it's like they're being denied like medical coverage and shit oh, like that. God. Like where you're just like, are these are kidding? literally the best people ever who have ever existed and you're going to fuck them over. And they like went into oh, this. Man. Death trap. I mean, yeah. 
I, uh, I'm a first responder to everything, dude. In, are you? In my life. I first respond. You find out about something and I, you fucking tweet. I, I tweet. There's <laughs> right so many away, people. I retweet. <laughs> there are people that think that, that's, that they do that and they think it's valiant. Dude, yeah, I was I on know. the front lines Twitter of Twitter that day. Twitter needs me right now. Mm-hmm. Twitter needs me. Uh, sorry, Dave. Just a second. I have to retweet something. Oh, man. Changing lives. <laughs> you just go over lives. to Twitter. At real Donald Trump, sit down, LMFAO. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> delete your Twitter. Em. Yeah, at Jack, what is this? Uh, the Cheeto Man recently <laughs> said hey, Jack, some hate fix speech. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, let's take a break real quick. But uh, but yeah, so are we doing the hijackers? Is that yeah? We're doing two hijackers. Oh, okay. We're gonna do two because there's there's too fucking many of them. And, okay. Uh, yeah, we have to, and one of them to divvy them up. Kevin James, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Swardson, Chris Paul Rock, Bart, Mall Cop, Nine Eleven, all the Adam Sandler crew. Look how much this dude looks like fucking Seinfeld. Um, oh wow! So the two people we're gonna do are Zaid Jarrah and okay. Muhammad Ada. Okay, and uh, they have two very kind of different stories but they're both uh hijackers and they got <laughs> just insane backgrounds <laughs> whoa okay let's do it dude we'll right, let's do it 9 11 christmas for 20 there is it's a plane a there is a plane time oh, oh my God. Year <laughs> where everyone loves each other <laughs> and smokes weed and thinks about 9 11 i just saw a plane crash into a building <laughs> How does Little Drummer Boy go? <laughs> oh, they got uh, yeah, yeah. pilot's licenses in Florida. <laughs> Florida. Jet, jet fuel can't melt steel, steel beams. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pa. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll oh, see you after the rain. Oh, boy. Oh, they say once a year there can only be one Christmas and only one 9-11 and two 420s once a day. (laughs) 9-11 Christmas, 420, Dave. Okay, wait. (laughs) Why? I've never understood why it's 9-11 Christmas 420. Just because? I think it's hysterical. (laughs) No, it's funny, but I... Oh, you're getting high. I didn't put all this together. <laughs> I like to get high around Christmas. Hampton is getting wasted. And, and talk about 9-11. With my kids. With my kids. We gather around the fire. We roast some towers. <laughs> <laughs> we throw in some pictures that the CIA took of me planning devices inside of the towers 24 hours before. <laughs> Some couple C4 bombs. I don't know if you know this, Dave, but jet fuel cannot melt steel beams. Whoa, that would explain a lot of things. Yeah, that basically uh, it didn't happen. What you saw on TV where a plane flew into a building. Yeah, dude. Apparently, 
it didn't happen. <laughs> 9-11, the moon landing, and the Holocaust never happened. And that's a fact. <laughs> they were all on the same day. Yeah. It didn't happen. They all shot them on the same day, and they've just been releasing them every now and then since. Uh, did you see the footage Like as the one of the planes hit the tower? It was 69 degrees outside. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Wait, really? Dude, I'll pull up the still right now. <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me it really you're telling is me. 9-11 <laughs> Christmas for 2069? That's what it is, man. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? It's the most perfect day. Ooh. I don't know if you noticed this. What? Who made this? Eleven, <laughs> kind, of, 11 kind of looks like the towers. <laughs> someone, you know? We just found two a graphic towers. of someone making nine, the two towers, the eleven in nine eleven. No, that's respectful, man. That guy, that image is super respectful. Very respectful. Do you respectful. remember, actually, right after nine eleven, when people started making images, they were like, look, Satan's face is in the smoke. No way. Of the towers. No. Yeah. I don't know what that was to prove. Yeah, what does See, that mean? it was evil. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, so the devil did it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, the devil did it because of our continued support of Israel. <clears throat> oh, yeah, okay, so this one, if you see... Yeah. We're looking 60, at photos it, of 9 It says 68 degrees, and then, like, <laughs> not long after, it was 69. Not long after. Folks, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it but goes up one. What would, you, what would you think if I told you the temperature rose a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the big deal. Uh, the temperature it, went up. Was it balmy that day? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know the fucking crazy thing about the jet fuel can't melt steel Whoa, beams thing? Whoa, this is crazy. This is a screenshot of the towers burning, and at the bottom, there's like the scrolling text, and it says, mostly sunny and comfortably warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Unfortunate, uh, unfortunate uh, headline, dude. No, but like, I I, I want to ask you about this. Like, I I feel like with the jet fuel can't melt steel beams thing, like the conspiracy theories. It's like we never could have guessed what would happen if literally a fucking 747 collided with a tower. Yeah. Like, it's like, when you're talk when people get into the whole, like, no, the building was meant to withstand, like, structural, like, damage like that. It's like, they don't test these things, like, on that level. Like, we can't know yeah. how fucking crazy it would be. I don't know. For a while, I honestly was, like, a loose change guy. What do you mean? The movie Loose, Loose Change? Loose Change? Have you ever seen it? I don't think I have seen it. I saw Loose Change and I literally went up to people the next day and was like, hey man, I don't know if you know this, but like... Uh, no way. Uh, I mean, like, Jeff Hill can't melt steel beams. You were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. And like, okay. Well, aren't you, you're making a conspiracy TV show right now. You're a, you're a conspiracy I'm trying. TV. I'm trying. We'll yeah. see. We'll see if we can ever get to 9-11. The oh network's a little tame yeah. for my taste, Dave. God, I can't. I'd like to go into ritual cannibalism and 9-11, first episode. Look at these cute pictures. Uh, yeah, that's not going to fly. They're, we already got a ritual cannibalism show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So the two hijackers... Keegan-Michael Key pitched us that. <laughs> the two hijackers I want to get into are Muhammad... Kevin James. <laughs> Muhammad Atta. And Kevin James. And uh, Ziad Jarrah. And uh, Muhammad Atta 
is interesting. I guess we'll tackle more <laughs> every Christmas. Just like Mark Wahlberg would have tackled. <laughs> For our country. <laughs> I would have tackled them. Well, the thing I kind of looked into first was like, what was like the median age of the hijackers? Okay. And they're mostly like 22. Wow. They're young kids. You wow. know? Like, at 22, I wasn't ready to... <laughs> hijack a plane? Hijack a plane. I wasn't ready until last year. <laughs> but Muhammad Atta is 33. Whoa. So he's got like a good decade on most of these guys. So this guy is sure. <laughs> is what you're saying. This he's guy, very positive. He wasn't just like pissed. Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't know, man. Like, honestly, the whole thing is, and especially of the two that I'm, I'm, uh, looked at, that I've looked into, they're both kind of from affluent families. Okay. No, like, tragedies particularly associated with them. What's also kind of fucked up is both families deny that their, uh, their, ch- their child did it. You know, like they'll be like, that could have been someone else. Like, they just totally, like, flat out are like, wow. Yeah, we know. And is it for sure these people? Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. If you want to believe all of George Bush's lies, sure, Dave. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, I looked into it as much as I could. And the thing I will say also on these two, because I was like, oh, weird, the family denies it was them. They literally filmed themselves giving their last will and testament as part of the whole fucking terrorist cell. Like, they literally were like. The family, were they were the people filming them? No, no. They they recorded themselves giving their last will and testament. So that's. That's where I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Know, like, there's no more conspiracy, you know. Um, I, I fucking used to get into conspiracies that were like, what if the planes did fly off, but then they landed at some CIA base, and then the CIA killed everyone on the planes, <laughs> and then sent missiles into the buildings. Whoa, yeah, dude, the fucking conspiracies are so fucking funny. Whoa, you got to get into it, man. <laughs> it's a whole life, man. Whoa, so. He, Muhammad Atta, uh, as I looked into him, he's pretty much uh, kind of a recluse or just like an asshole his entire life, basically. Okay. Like that's the, the summary of most of uh, him. I'm just going to say this, Dave. Terrorists are fucking assholes. <laughs> all right? Wow. All right. If you're going to um, fucking fly a plane to a building, you can suck my fucking dick. <laughs> right? You're a fucking asshole. So, <laughs> he seems to be like... I'll suck whatever that character's <laughs> dick is. I'll suck his muscles. I'll suck Mark Wahlberg's dick. <laughs> you can do it. It's all about Mark Fine Wahlberg. With you can do it. You can suck my dick. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Get in there. You know what's crazy is all these hijackers had to go to Florida. That's before. before well, that's the why they did thing. it. That's, <laughs> that's what I almost think. It's oh, like shit. Like, they weren't mad at all, and then they spent two days in Orlando, and they're like, "Fuck this. This place sucks." Imagine you hate the United States from afar, yeah, and then you go to Florida. Then you go to Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> hey, Gainesville's cool. I like Gainesville. Well. This dude, this fucking asshole. I'm going to call him an asshole for most of this because I think this is the one episode of Suicide Buddies where we don't have to be like, oh, these guys were <laughs> yeah. tragic beings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we get to kind of shit on them. Absolutely. Which is kind of why, why I wanted to do Yeah, it's fun course. to be like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck Sometimes you. Sometimes you're wrong, you know? Sometimes you're just a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, he was raised in Egypt. Um... 
he had pretty much uh, an austere life. He wanted to get into architecture. This whole thing kind of happens in Germany. There's this thing called the Hamburg cell. And it's mm-hmm. basically where all these different dudes for some reason would go The Wahlberg like, cell. <laughs> <laughs> the Wahlberg cell? <laughs> where everybody just takes creatine shakes and fucking beats up minorities. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh the Wahlberg cell. Uh, I love it. Like, Mark Wahlberg fan- finds out about the Hamburg cell and he's like, wow, looks like it's Wahlberg versus Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just saying if I had been in the Hamburg cell that wouldn't have gone down like that yeah. I would have I would have been a terrorist and then stopped all the other terrorists call me Mark Hamburg he bleeds red white and blue which I appreciate I love the idea like if me and Donnie were on the plane <laughs> uh, so we would have we given the terrorist Wahlburgers. <laughs> we should. <laughs> they would have been so delighted I also by just our love American how, like, delicacies <laughs> I wonder if he's thought that about other, like, you know, if if I was at Auschwitz, you know what I would have (laughs) did? I would have hurricane kicked the entire SS (laughs) patrol. Dave, if I had been at Hiroshima and Nagasaki... You don't even want to know. Dude, dude, I would have kicked, kicked those bombs back up into the planes. <laughs> if I, I was at uh, Galileo's trial, you know what I would have done? <laughs> oh, my God. Best. I would have just grabbed that motherfucker, and I would have just kicked them all right in the throat. <laughs> I almost don't even want to get into the story of it, because it's yeah. like, dude, this is funnier. It's so <laughs> fun. It's funnier. Just, I know. I'm just sorry. Uh, so, fucking Wahlberg versus Hamburg. <laughs> the Hamburg cell was basically this thing in Germany where, like, all these dudes came, usually to go to college, and it's and like... just, they all had to fight Mark Wahlberg. This- <laughs> <laughs> I just never let you tell it. Um, there, was a, there was a mosque that was like... Uh, I don't know, like, was basically like, you know, death to the United States sort, okay. of, sort of shit going on. Okay. And like, it's like a cult. It's like a religious thing. Sure. It's like suddenly you go to this church where they're like, you know what? Gay people are fucking right. vile. And like, here's my philosophy behind that. Yeah, I guess if you keep going back to that guy, you're going to, suddenly your brain's going to change. We're so ignorant know? here in this country, too, because so many people just like heard about mosques from this. <laughs> And they're like, oh, so that's what a mosque is. I I can't tell you how much eye-rolling I've given people about... How they talk about Muslims. I got uh, the most like militant broy when I did look into this, and I was like, wait, it took 10 years for them to close down that mosque after September 11th? Whoa. <laughs> that's where I was like, hey, yeah. fuck off, come on. <laughs> yeah, but that's not because they're close Muslim. that mosque. <laughs> yeah, specifically, that one. Yeah, you find out like there's a statue of Robert yeah. E. Lee on top of the mosque. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got a little ch- chest puffy. Yeah. I was like, hey, what the fuck? Dude, man? hey. Stop 9-11. Puff us. out the 9-11? Us. I don't 9-11. Oh, man. Yeah, there we go. There we go. One, 9-11, one dude. 9-11 is my favorite band. So, uh, <laughs> this is where it's awesome. You know why? Because what? 9-11 was all mixed up. <laughs> don't know what to do. <laughs> 311 uh, was my 9-11. I really... After 9-11, I got down. You know, come on. We could do this all day. I would say the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan was definitely coming original. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Amber the is the color you, of my terrorism. Come around. 
<laughs> Amber is the color of my alert. <laughs> Amber is the color of my alert. Let's not graze, glaze over that joke. Graze over. Graze over. Let's not eat that joke as a cow. <laughs> Dude, all right. I, I want to trash this guy a little bit. He's really funny. Okay. So basically, um, what's funny is how he found out even about going to college in uh, Hamburg was his family invited over a German couple uh-huh. uh, while they were visiting Cairo and like they met oh, and this guy's they, Egyptian yeah he's Egyptian huh. <laughs> notice how we didn't convey to Egypt <laughs> so fucking uh, he um uh, was just like he went to go live with them like six months later you know the family met up, met them at this uh, sorry they, they had him over for dinner and then the family was gracious enough to invite this guy over to live with them like so he could go to college and apparently he was just so rude and awful <laughs> they just hated him and this is like a story throughout his entire life. It's like every roommate is like, yeah, he was pretty much a awful dick. Really? Like he was just a dick all the time. Dude. Like everyone hated him. He was apparently really religious, but more than that, he was just like super rude to people if they weren't religious. Whoa. You know, like. Do you remember when Ted Cruz's roommate was like, that guy always sucked? <laughs> How great would that, that... That was the best. That, that was, was the best. best. If this guy's roommates after 9-11 were like, oh, yeah, I saw this coming big time. <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, I uh, Ted Cruz's Twitter account liked a, a oh my, porn dude, video. Dude, Ted Cruz is the best. Man. Is the best. He is the Zodiac killer. He's so... <laughs> 100%. It's so crazy that he's real. Even if you look at his face, it looks like his face was made by someone. It's uh, made for punching. It did, yeah, his face looks like a Mission Impossible mask. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy is definitely playing Ted yeah, Cruz. Yeah, totally. Or Arsenio Hall, one of the two. <laughs> All right, so this dude was basically a huge dick. So he was a dick, all right. Yeah, I don't know if I have much... That's surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait. That's really weird. No, it's like, also, this is where it gets great. Every article about him kind of wants to taunt him, almost, like, posthumously. And they'll be like... Uh, the closest he ever got to romance was oh, how they'll wow. always phrase it. The closest he ever got to romance was some woman he met, uh, Amal, <laughs> this young Palestinian woman, uh, while working at some, uh, like architecture bureau. And it's like, you know, his, uh, German friend was like, oh, like, apparently, uh, you, you like this woman. And he was just like, well, she's not Muslim enough for me. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so he was basically, uh, in charge for most of the uh, the coordinated like uh, attacks on that day, and uh, he was oh, okay. leading people. The other guy I wanted to talk about is uh, Zaid- Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be Kevin James. <laughs> Zaid Jarrah, and look at this picture, dude. He literally looks like Seinfeld. Whoa, he does. That's very much like hi. Wow. Whoa. We're terrorists you know, driving planes into uh, buildings, getting coffee in buildings. God. Hi, you might notice my name is. This like, is one of those things where, like, I'm like, it's unbelievable that I'm laughing 
this hard. I'm like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard, and I can't believe that. He does look a lot like Seinfeld. You know, I haven't so. seen Jerry before Seinfeld yet, but maybe... <laughs> he was in 9-11, dude. Uh, yeah. I just recommend to anybody oh, listening to have this, you ever look noticed Saeed Jarrah. how Jerry Seinfeld and 9-11 are never in the same room? <laughs> uh, excuse me, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta leave the room for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, he's from Lebanon. Uh, you oh, wow. also notice we didn't invade Lebanon. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a reoccurring motif here. Yeah. Um, well, I love it. We're Iraq. And everyone's like, why? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Because he tried to kill my dad. He said that. Yeah, um, he literally said that. I mean, dude, you know what's still I know funny? How we we shit on Trump for being dumb, but like, let's really not forget how dumb, so dumb George Bush was. Dude, you know what is literally still funny to me is every now and then I'll just go back and watch his mission accomplished speech, and it's so like we literally did not do anything, and he was like on an aircraft carrier, fucking mission accomplished, and they rolled down a banner. He wore a fucking fl- <laughs> flight suit, dude. He was yeah. cool. Did so you cool, see dude. his erection? Yeah, his flight suit. He was hot, dude. He was a hot, he was maybe the hottest president. Definitely the hottest president. The thing about him too is that his erection, his boner had so much cum in it. <laughs> that is people weird. don't talk about that. <laughs> that is it was it was like a full cum boner. <laughs> well, not like half cum, like us, like loser liberals. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't believe that I just said that. Uh, full cum boner. I've never said it before. That's going to be the name of our fans. What's up, full cum boners? Um, if you lose your cum, you lose your valor. Exactly, dude. Active, active cum. <laughs> I um, come for valor. <laughs> when I was looking into uh, Zaid, uh-huh. um, he's he he was on the plane, the United ninety three. Oh. When uh, when I was oh, okay. watching the film, they really tried to play him very sympathetically, which really? I thought was a little insulting. Where they were really trying to play him like some guy who was like, I don't know, like really, you know, should we be doing this? Like he, it, like they actually played him kind of like he was about to not do it but then the other guys made him do it and I think there's like some validity almost to that story like in some sense that sounds like a thing that could happen if you were her a part of a suicide team exactly I mean like there's some part of it where it's like when I looked into him, he was the guy who had the most uh, like social life outside of this Hamburg oh. cell. Like this is why I found him his story also like super interesting. Besides the fact that he looks like Seinfeld, but he fucking uh, he had a girlfriend <laughs> like literally up until the day. Like she whoa uh, didn't know. And it was Leah Ramini. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Scientology is awful. Scientology is awful. And they were awful to me. When they told me that I would get on a spaceship and make best friends with Jesus and Zenu. That that was not true. That was not true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, tell She's us more awesome. about Kevin James. <laughs> so he <laughs> So he had like still connections with his family. Like every one of these people was pretty close, usually with their family. That's usually the backstory. Is like it's a very conservative family, very close knit. Not a lot of friends growing up, and. The one difference, though, is that usually when you get into one of these cells, you basically cut off ties. Yeah. You don't have a family that you're still 
talking with and going to, and did you he know, do that? Yeah, he was still doing that shit. He was still cutting them off, you mean? Seeing his family. Oh, he kind of blew them off towards the very end. He blew off his sister's wedding, which is like, that. I imagine that's deal. pretty hard. Yeah. But, you know, it's especially to be like, no, I got to go kill myself. <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. he had the girlfriend, which is pretty important because it's like the day of he called her before he boarded the plane and was ju- he just said, I love you, I love you, I love you like Whoa. three times. And uh, maybe something else, but that was the big sentiment you keep hearing, you know, uh, and then he left uh, a suicide note, as you know, a bunch of these guys did. But his whole thing was like, um, you know, like I- I'm sorry, but uh, you're going to be proud of me. Like you're going to see what I've done, and it's going to be great. Like you're going to see how great everything's going to get. Like he literally was just like, I'm sorry, but you're going to be amazed how everything's going to get so much better Whoa. for the Middle East and like for people. Whoa. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Of course they thought that, because mm-hmm. why else would you do Yeah, it? you wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, man, everyone's going to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of doing this as like, uh, well, what was I doing this week? Uh, <laughs> well, wow. It's sentiment. I mean, like, as trite as it is, it's just like one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like, I mean, these are horrific means to any sort of end, but it's like... Especially suicide. They thought yeah. they were going to get something accomplished it didn't I mean it made things fucking way worse yeah but way I mean, worse they're not just like and then everyone on the planes will be dead <laughs> like, the end, end of story yeah, yeah exactly. totally they, they were like just trying to like chapter yeah wow yeah wow man yeah I think it's you it's, know, it's really hitting me too I don't often because 9-11 is such like um it's such a trope in our culture and it's such a, like we were talking about earlier, like it's such a massive event. It's hard to like conceive of it moment to moment what it is. But right now we're talking through it and I'm like, realize I'm like thinking about how what happened is a plane hit a building and the building fell down and everyone died inside it. Cause you don't really think about that when you think about nine 11, you think about it as just this amorphous event. event. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much collateral damage. Emotionally. It's like how people make Holocaust jokes and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is also very common. You don't, if we were to be talking about like Dachau right now and like getting into the details, I would be like, Oh, right. These people were put in ovens. Yeah. They were put no, in ovens. Exactly. If you really get into the nitty gritty and that's why I, 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 you know, we've had this kind of discussion off mic, but I think it's something about comedy. It's, it's, it's so weird. It's like, you have to almost not dissect it. You have to let it be, you have yeah. to let it breathe and you have to understand the context of it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you literally, there's nothing funny about reading a Wikipedia, you know, entry, description of like you know Auschwitz or something like that you know but it's like you know it fucking happened yeah we all now have to live in that world where 9-11 I know how do you deal with that the fucking Vegas that's real these things happen and then you have to and then you have to basically live in that world you can't run away from it you have to address that and the only way to deal with it for people like you and me absolutely is to make jokes and for a lot of people like we were talking about this how like um Man, you made a joke. There's a story that I love, and I tell people this story a lot because it just makes me laugh so hard. Jackie Cation's stepmother, who raised her, 
died the same weekend as the shooting oh, in yeah. the theater where the Dark Knight <laughs> played in Colorado. And the story, as I'm told, is like you and Jackie were at a show like a few weeks after and a bunch of comics were talking and someone noticed that Jackie was sad and was like, hey, are you okay? Something going on? What, what's up? And she was like, ah, my mom died. And then Hampton apparently goes, oh, fuck, was she in that theater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seeing and, the Dark Knight. And Jack, I talked to Jackie about it. <laughs> And yeah. good movie. Was, what a way to go out. I was complimenting her cool stepmom. I talked to Jackie about it on Terrified, actually, my uh, last podcast. And she was like, oh, yeah, I laughed so hard. I, you know, I yelled at him also, but I laughed so hard. And that's the thing, like, and then I talked to you about it and you said, oh, yeah, man, you could see on her face. She's a comedian. Someone needs to make this funny right now or she's going to fucking lose it. Right. And uh, and I love that because. That's a perfect example of dark humor making someone feel better. I've made a joke at every funeral I've ever been at. Yeah. It's natural. Like, how the fuck can you not? How can you not? Yeah. Like, what is life? Life's about fucking humor. Yeah. It's about appreciating the absurdity of it all. I, dude, I fucking, one of the hardest, the hardest I've ever laughed. I, like, um, the apartment below me caught on fire when I, in this place I lived 10 years ago. Tight. Uh, because... The people went out of town and they, it was an old building where the heater was in the floor and they had a piano over the heater and left the heater on and literally the heater heated the metal bars that kept the piano together, turned them into coils, which set the wood of the piano on fire and the whole fucking thing went up in flames. Wow. And so I'm out of my place because the building was on fire and the cops are like breaking in, not cops, uh, firefighters. <laughs> Firefighting cops. cops. <laughs> I heard this in little 9-11 inside of this apartment. That's what they call all fires is little 9-11s. I heard there's a little 9-11. Oh, I caught my boy setting a little 9-11 in the backyard. Oh, not cool. not cool. Not cool. Not cool, Derek. Uh, <laughs> The firefighter cops were um, breaking I'm gonna in shoot through the fire. The, <laughs> like breaking in the through the attic it. of the building to get in and like you know you know stop the fire. And so I, the way the building was set up, there was like a patio and a tiny patio in front, and uh, and like across this path, there was the exact same building with a little patio, and I was on that patio with my neighbor while the firefighters were dragging this charred piano that destroyed the whole building out and it's black and smoking and the guy I'm standing with goes, wow, they play a lot of jazz in there, huh? And I... <laughs> and I <laughs> what? <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Great. Great. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, uh, that's hysterical. Oh, it was great. It was they the play a lot it was, of jazz. Oh wow, played a lot of j the corniest joke that he could ever tell. Uh, <laughs> it was great. They play a lot of jazz yeah. in hell. They play in there, not in hell. No, I know. Oh. It's like a joke, like it was in the fire. They play a lot of jazz in what the bed. Fuck was that joke about? You don't get it. The no. like, oh, you're like playing. You're like playing a jazzy piano so well, it's like uh, fucking, it sets on fire. You <laughs> oh, that was his joke? Yeah, that's the joke. Oh, that guy should kill himself. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's the point of this episode. That guy should kill himself. Oh, man, that's a terrible joke. Yes, it's an awful joke. <laughs> what a loser. I hate him. You really didn't understand? No, I would have never thought Aristotle, that. did you understand what I was saying? Yeah. Well, how about this? You're stupid, huh? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn it. I wish, dude, you know what? 
If I were, if I was a little nine eleven, if I lived with you, I would have roundhouse kicked you because of what you said. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I had been on that Suicide Buddies podcast episode, it wouldn't have gone down like that. Wouldn't have gone down like that. I would have done. Oh, Dave, Dave. Oh my God, what's up? What's that? Who's that? Who's that? Is that hello? 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 Oh, I don't remember. Oh, 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 oh. oh my God, Santa. Hey, Santa. It's, it's, it's Islamic militant Santa. <laughs> Hello, Dave. I see Hampton has left the room. Oh, God. I heard you're celebrating 9-11 Christmas 420. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 oh. We all know that 9-11 is the most jolly of all the days. <laughs> and, of course, Christmas is about celebrating. Celebrating 9-11 <laughs> and getting very high. <laughs> oh, have what you are we been doing? a good boy this 9-11, Dave? Uh, yeah, I don't think I've been mean to anyone this 9-11. I heard you were very mean to my good friend, Mike Wahlberg. <laughs> Uh, so wait, this is <laughs> radical Islamic terrorist Santa? Is that? No, nine <laughs> eleven is the jolliest of all the days. Oh. oh wow! Well, then why do you care about Christmas if you believe in? Well, if you're an Orthodox Muslim, oh, everyone can appreciate Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is the most magical and holy of all the days, Dave. That's and of course, it makes me have anger towards the West. And <laughs> <laughs> want to take down some of their symbols of power, like the Pentagon, the White House, and the Twin Towers. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Santa, why are you here? I wanted to see if you were a good boy on 9-11 and not making fun of my good friend, Mark Wahlberg. So I made fun of Mark Wahlberg. What does that mean for me on Christmas 9-11? Well, it means that you're not going to have a good 9-11 this year. <laughs> Very disappointed in you, Dave. I wish you tried a little bit harder, but maybe next year. So I'll be nicer. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I guess that's it for me. I see Hampton wants to come back into the room. Oh, well, goodbye, Dave. Goodbye, uh, Aristotle. Bye. bye, Santa. <laughs> oh, Dave. Hey. Oh, shit. Hey, man. Man. Uh, welcome back. Santa to, was just here. I had to pee. He was so a different bad. Santa, though. He was a weird Santa. Mm. Yeah, I heard uh, that it might be a different Santa this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a different Santa every year. <laughs> wow. Well, that's basically been our 9-11 Christmas 42069 episode. Really? That's the whole thing? I think that's it. Okay. I think we, I think we tackled it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I guess I just thought that there was more about the dudes that we were well, talking about. this is a holiday app. I think this is something for the holidays. We're not going to really like go too deep into their lives, because sure. honestly I did, and their lives are boring. <laughs> yeah, they're well, both assholes. We did find out about them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, let me tell you something, Dave. These two dudes are a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> Dude, these dudes, you know what they did? They fucking got on some blades and fucking ran them into the Twin Towers like a bunch of 
So that's why we're not going to do too deep a dive on Oh, man. Hampton, can I say, you're particularly killing it this episode. (laughs) This is my favorite Hampton. Uh, You're all... You're Hampton at 11 right now. (laughs) 9-11. Hey, nice. You've been killing me, man. Very funny. Hey, Dave, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, dude. Um, Yeah, we'll see you guys in January, um, which is next week. Yeah. 2018. We got, we got uh, big episode ideas. We've been checking out the emails. We're going to do a bunch of episodes that you guys have actually suggested. Yeah. So please keep suggesting more. Buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com. Here's another thing. I want to start reading um, your emails on the show every now and then, like at the beginning. Yeah. We'll just occasionally read your... Because we've been getting some really nice things from you and some also some really vulnerable open emails. And those are really... I know that that takes a lot. It's really legitimately brave. And so thank you. We want to read some of those. So when you email us, could you please include in the email if you want us to um, say your name on the show and if you would want us to read it. We won't be able to read near all of them but <laughs> yeah just in case we want to read yours i would we would it would help us if you could tell us if you'd be open to us reading it and if we should say your name or not yeah um also there's one more thing that we wanted to say well um, we're thinking about starting a, a patreon or a oh, right. thing in the new year so uh be on the lookout for that enjoy your holidays don't worry too much about us guys but uh we're, we're gonna be we're, we're gonna we're gonna need some fans we're gonna need some <laughs> real totally. community well i mean here. also the show has already become like a lot of we spend a lot of time on it and um aristotle is here aristotle who also produced terrified we're happy to have him on the team um and uh so we're a team now and we're like making a bunch of stuff and so yeah we're gonna have new uh like bonus episodes yeah and uh no but i'm just saying like we want to keep doing it is another reason we're gonna do the patreon it's like uh it takes time and money so we're also gonna be doing it for that reason and so hopefully um You'll be on board with that, and then we'll start making yeah bonus Patreon or drip only episodes. Maybe we'll do some video shit. We're gonna have feelings T shirts also um, for Patreon users whenever we start doing that. Yeah. Um, so I'm you know, excited. People have been talking about wanting the the shirt. I know, which yeah. I'm like super into. Which is cool because I made that shirt for a tour I did with Jake Weissman <laughs> and Matt Ingebretson in like 2011. All things, dude, come full circle. Um, yeah. So. Email us, buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com, please, if you have suggestions for bonus content that you think would be interesting. Um, we're thinking about doing like uh, movie review. Movie reviews. I want to do a movie review of like movie suicides, possibly. Oh, sure. Like, dude, Terminator. Yeah. Terminator 2, he fucking kills himself and he gives a thumbs up while doing it. I guess that's true. Yeah, man. Also, we have some There's interesting people like, we're not gonna have many guests but uh there's been a couple people we we could reach out to or we we think totally do. yeah yeah um so look for that <laughs> in 2018 also you know please continue to rate the podcast on itunes and review the reviews really help subscribe tell your friends um and you know 
Stay safe, please. Glad you're alive. Yeah. As always. Hope you enjoyed the holiday episode, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies. We hope to see you again next week. Just a quick reminder, if you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, feeling like killing yourself, talk to someone, please. We take it very seriously. We joke around about suicide here because we thought about it, because joking is how we deal with it, and we hope that it helps you. But if you're really thinking about it, we want you to stay here with us. Call 1-800-273-TALK, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're incredible. They're there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They will help. You are loved. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.